Stay the way, stay the way No matter what life brings You've got to stay the way Praise the Lord. For the record, I am doing this kind of as a, it's a test run. We'll see what happens with it. I don't know what to expect, but I am excited to read through a portion of the Bible. So if you follow along at all in this, my name is Jonathan. This is the Stay the Way podcast, and I do it every day as best I can because Jesus is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. I'm not saying that. Jesus said it. I just believe it. He said, I'm the way, the truth, the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. That's Jesus speaking, and he's inviting you to go to heaven for all eternity. But you have to receive that request. You have to accept in your heart and mind that Jesus um, was God's gift to us, that he lived a life that we can't live, a perfect life. He never sinned. He never made a mistake. And he died a death that you and all I deserve. A death that separates us from God for all eternity. The glorious thing is that Jesus resurrected. He came back from the dead the third day. And since that time, he has given a gift into the world called the Holy Spirit. And you and I as believers in Jesus Christ, that is if you've accepted Jesus as your Savior and Lord, have the Holy Spirit in you. It's often understood as like that little conscious thing in your head that says, hey, you shouldn't do that, or hey, you should do that. If you're helping someone, if you're um, becoming lost and astray, right, it's, it's typically a warning. So anyway, all of that said, I go through a few of these uh, proverbs. I go through utmost first highest. And at the end of utmost first highest today was the Bible in a year reading, which I forgot to mention. And first Samuel 25 through 26. So I'm going to try to read through 1 Samuel chapter 25. We'll see how this goes. And maybe, maybe it's a blessing to you. Maybe, maybe not. If it is, would you share it with somebody? If not, give it a thumbs up anyway, because uh, that's how this gets better. You can send me a comment. You can, you can help me improve, but we're going to give it a go. Samuel, um, 1 Samuel chapter 25 of the Bible. If you want to follow along, you can go to a online Bible. I would suggest BibleGateway.org and you can read along for yourself. This is the King James Version, which is why there's some old King James language in it. Here we go. Oh, and it's just a good idea to pray before you get started. So Lord, please bless this time in your Jesus in, in your son's name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And Samuel died. So if you want some background on this, you need to go back to chapter 24. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to read ahead. Samuel died and all the Israelites were gathered together and lamented. That is, they, they, they were wailing. Like they were sad. They were crying because he's gone. He was a good judge. He was a good priest. So they were sad and they buried him in his house in Rama. And David arose and went down to the wilderness of Paran. And there was a man, Moen, whose possessions were in Carmel. And the man was very great, and he had 3,000 sheep and 1,000 goats, and he was shearing his sheep in Carmel. Now the name of the man 
was Nabal. And maybe I misread that. Oh, Manoah. Manoah. Okay. So there was a man in Manoah. That's a city. Sorry. And the, the city's name in Hebrew is just a man of Judah. We'll call it that. Okay. So sorry about that. Now the name, verse 3, of the man was Nabal. And the name of his wife was Abigail. What a pretty name. And she was a woman of good understanding and of beautiful countenance. So she was pretty to look at. And, uh, but the man was churlish and evil in all his doings. What does churlish mean? It means cruel, grievous, uh, heavy, stiff-necked. He's a difficult person, churlish. And the evil in all his doings. And he was of the house of Caleb. Man, we know Caleb was of a good house. So bad people come from good houses. And verse 4, And David heard in the wilderness that Nabal did shear his sheep. And David sent out ten young men. And David said to the young men, Get you up to Carmel, go to Nabal, and greet him in my name. And thus you shall say to him that liveth in prosperity, Peace be both to thee, and peace be to thine house, and peace be unto all that thou hast. Now verse 7. And now that I have heard that thou hast shearers, now thy shepherds which were with us, we hurt them not. And neither was there aught missing unto them, none went missing. And all the while they were in Carmel. So David's men took care of these sheep for Nabal for free. In verse 8, ask thy young men if, ooh, just a second, I'm, I'm in a sauna and it's sweaty, so I had to clean up here. So ask the young men and they will show thee, wherefore let the young men find favor in thine eyes, for we come in good day, and give, I pray thee, whatsoever cometh to thy hand unto thy servant and to thy son David. And when David's young men came, they spoke to Nabal according to all those words that came in the name of David and ceased. Okay, so they made their pleasant greeting. And what does Nabal do? And Nabal answered David's servants and said, Who is David? And who is the son of Jesse? There be many servants now in a day that break away from every man from his house every man from his master. Shall I then take my bread and my water and my flesh that I have killed for my shears and give it unto men whom I know none whence they be? Zach, I don't know those guys. So David's young men turned and went their way and went again and came and told him, that is, they told David, all those sayings. And David said unto his men, Gird ye on every man his sword. That's not good. David's a warrior. If he's telling you to get your sword, that's, that's not good. And they girded everyone his sword, and David also girded his sword. And there went up after David about 400 and 200 abode by the stuff. So he left 200 behind to protect what they had. Verse 14. But one of the young men told Abigail, Nabal's wife. So this is a little servant man of sorts. Behold, saying, David sent messengers out to the wilderness to salute our master, and he railed on them. That is, he treated them very poorly. He screamed at them. 
But the men were very good unto us, and we were not hurt, and neither missed we anything. As long as we were conversant with them when we were in the fields. So they, they, they talked with his men. They talked. They had a conversation. They had a relationship with David's men. In verse 16, they were all, there were a wall under us both, both day and night, night and day. And it's interesting, right, when you think about protection, because there isn't a a wall in the wilderness, like they don't have, they didn't, they weren't using fences, right? And so they kept them. And all that were with, uh, while we were keeping the sheep. Now, wherewith, no, I'm going to try this again. Verse 17. Now, therewith, know and consider what thou wilt do, for evil is determined against our master and against all his household. For he is a son of Belial, that a man cannot speak to him. So, what is, who is, what is this Belial? Well, he's basically saying he's a son of wicked He's a son of ungodly. He's a son of evil. He's a son of naughty. He's an ungodly man. And so he's not reasonable. Verse 18. Then Abigail, this beautiful wife, made haste and took 200 loaves and two bottles of wine and five sheep ready dressed and five measures of parched corn and a hundred clusters of raisins and 200 cakes of figs and laid them on asses. So the donkeys are the um, Uber of the day. So she's taking stuff to him. Verse 19, And she said unto her servants, Go on on before me, and behold, I come after you. But she told not her husband, Nabal. Can't tell the bad guy. Verse 20, And it was so, as she rode on the ass, that she came down by the coveted hill. uh, And behold, David and his men came out against her, and she met them. This is interesting. This is where it heats up. Now David said, Surely in vain I have kept all that of this fellow hath in the wilderness, so that none was missed of all that pertained unto him. And he hath requited me evil for good. So more also do God unto the enemies of David, if I leave off of all that pertain to him by morning light, any that pisseth against the wall. He's He's, uh, he's making a pretty stern claim against all the men. And when Abigail saw David, she hastened and lighted off her ass. She got down. I think that's funny, though. And fell before David on her face and bowed herself to the ground and fell upon his feet and said, Upon me, O Lord, upon me, let this iniquity be. She is praying for forgiveness of her foolish husband. And let thine handmaid, I pray thee, speak in thine audience, and hear the words of thine handmaid. Let not, my lord, I pray thee, regard this man of Belial, even Nabal. So she even says he's an evil man. For as his name is, it's kind of interesting. What does Nabal mean? Well, Nabal literally in the Hebrew, Nabal, means fool. It's that simple. Fool is his name, and folly is with him. But I, thine handmaid, saw not thy young men of my Lord, whom did thou speak? She's like, I didn't, I didn't meet them. Please, please talk to me. Please hear me out. Now therefore, my Lord, 
as the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, seeing the Lord hath withholden from thee coming to shed blood, and from avenging thyself with thine own hand, now let thine enemies and they that seek evil to my Lord be his navel. So don't be like my husband. That's a simple translation. Don't be like Nabal. Don't be fool. And now this blessing which thine handmaid hath brought unto my Lord, let it even be given unto the young men that follow my Lord. I pray thee, forgive the trespass of thy handmaid. For the Lord will certainly make my Lord a sure house, because the Lord fighteth all the battles of the Lord, because my Lord, that's David, fighteth all the battles of the Lord. So she knows who David is, and she recognizes that the Lord God of heaven is, is with him. And evil hath not been found in thee all thy days. So she knows David's a good man. And she's honestly, earnestly saying, please don't do this evil thing. Very cool. Yet a man is risen to pursue thee. And to seek thy soul, but the soul of my Lord shall be bound in the bundle of thy life, and the Lord God, and the soul of thine enemies, them shall he sling out, as out in the middle of a sling. It's, it's very interesting that she'd even use the words of a sling. You think she's trying to get his attention? Because David used a sling on Goliath. And it shall come to pass, when the Lord shall have done to my Lord according to all that is good, that he hath spoken concerning thee, and shall have appointed the ruler over Israel. So she's she's a she's so tight with the Lord, she knows what David's called to do. That's cool. We need people like that around our lives. If you don't have somebody like that, get into a church. If you can't go in person, get in, get into a church online. You can join my church, Calvary Chapel St. Paul, that's ccstpaul.org backslash. Well, just come and check us out. That, this is verse 31, that this shall be no grief unto thee, nor offense of heart unto my Lord, either that thou hast shed blood causeless, or that my Lord hath avenged himself. But when the Lord shall have dealt well with my Lord, then remember thine handmaid. And David said to Abigail, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, which sent thee this day to meet me. He's listening. Right? And this is what loving kindness looks like. Verse 33. And blessed be thy advice, and blessed be thou, which hath kept me this day from coming to shed blood, and from avenging myself of mine own hand. He knows it's wrong. He's just mad. For in this very deed, as the Lord God of Israel liveth, which hath kept me back from hurting thee, except thou hast hasted, and come to meet me, surely there would have been left none unto, left unto Abel, none unto Abel, by the morning light that any pisseth against the wall. He's like, I'm taking everybody out. Verse 35. So David received of her hand and that which she had brought to him and said unto her, go up in peace to thine house. See, I have hearkened to thy voice and I have accepted thy person. You can accept the loving kindness of a person. Verse 36. And Abigail came to Nabal 
And behold, he held a feast in his house, like the feast of a king. And Nabal's heart was merry with him, meaning he was drunk. Well, here, for he was very drunk, or drunken. And wherefore, she told him nothing, less or more, until morning light. She, she's, she's wise. She's got discernment. Like, this is not the time to share this. It's not that she's not willing to talk to her husband. It's just knowing the situation and choosing when the right time comes. Verse 37, But it came to pass that in the morning when the wine was gone out of Nabal, and his wife had told him these things, that he, his heart dried within him, and he became as a stone. And it came to pass about ten days after that the Lord smote Nabal, and he died. What? 38. Verse 38. God took care of the problem. And when David heard that Nabal was dead, he he said, Blessed be the Lord God, the Lord, that hath pleaded the cause of my reproach from the hand of Nabal, and hath kept his servant from evil. For the Lord hath returned the wickedness of Nabal upon his head. And David sent and communed with Abigail to take her to him to wife. And when the servants of David had come with Abigail to Carmel, they spake unto her, saying, David sent us unto thee to take thee to him to wife. And she arose and bowed herself on her face, on the, on her face to the earth and said, Behold, let thine handmaid be a servant and wash thine feet of thy servants, my Lord. This is, this is what a servant does. Right? She is, she's being given this honor by David. And she says, let me wash your feet. That, that's just a beautiful picture of what Jesus did for us. And Abigail hastened and arose and rode upon the, an ass, a donkey, with five damsels of hers that went after her. And she went after the messengers of David and became his wife. All beautiful story. Verse 33, we're like, detour, like, what, what is this? David also took Ahonathim of Jezreel, and they were both of them his wives. What? What? Like, what? Where did that come from, David? You got this good woman. I'm not saying anything bad about a, a hippopotamus woman. My brother is Delight. That's what her name means. I'm not saying her name right. I'm just like, I'm disappointed and I know that even when I'm doing well by the Lord, I'm walking well and righteously with the Lord, I still blow it. I still make dumb decisions. And so this is a good example of that. Verse 44, But Saul had given Michael, that's Saul's daughter, or Michal, if you're saying it in Hebrew, his daughter, David's wife, to, I'm just going to call it Philadi. Philadi means my deliverance. So the son of Lashish, which was of Galim. So this is very weird. It's a place north of Jerusalem. He, he literally took David's wife. They were married. And, they, and he gave her to somebody else. So Saul's messing with him. And it's a shame. So in the glory of these things, I, what I, what I want to point out, what I'm applying here, is that there is really beautiful opportunity when really evil things are going on for us to be birthed in loving kindness. And that is received and 
all that is due, like all the recompense, all the, the things that are not right, will be made right by the hand of the Lord if we give him time. But if you take it into your own hands, you'll destroy everything. And then look at all the other stuff. I mean, even David waited all this out. He listened to this beautiful woman. And then at the end, he's like, well, uh, well I'll, take, I'll take this woman too. And, uh, and, um, and then Saul goes and plays mind games with him by giving his, real, his first wife away. This just, don't get off course. This, this is the root of stay the way. Jesus is the way. He, he teaches us how we should go, the way. He teaches us about truth. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And he teaches us how to live our lives. And that's what Proverbs helps me deal with every day. And so I'm glad to get to share this. This is actually pretty fun. I'm glad it worked out. I have uh, got to wrap up. I pray that you have a blessed day in the Lord. Thanks for joining me. This, it's just a fun one. I'm not sure if we'll get to do this again, but hey, it was awesome. Catch you later, brother. You've got to stay the way.